This is Scanner School. We teach you everything to know about the scanner radio hobby. Today is session 156. We're talking about Whistler's Signal Stalker and Spectrum Sweeper. Before we start this week's podcast, I'd like to take a moment to thank our Patreon supporters. Patreon is a month-to-month sponsorship platform. We have three different support tiers, each with different benefits. But the most valuable tier is our $5 a month tier. This equates to sponsoring the podcast for about a dollar per episode. Now, not only do our $5 Patreon supporters receive the podcast early, but they also receive a commercial-free version of the podcast delivered directly to their podcast player. Some may say that the included squelchy sticker pack that is mailed to your home is the best benefit of the $5 level, but I think it's the community or the club that is growing at this level. You see, we meet once a month on Zoom, and we have a roundtable discussion about scanning, ask questions, offer advice. Some of the members are answering other people's questions, and we just talk with our fellow scanner school classmates. This is an exclusive group for our $5 Patreon members. Now, again, if all this wasn't enough at that level, you'll also receive discounts to upcoming Scanner School courses and offerings. Now, you can help support Scanner School by going to www.scannerschool.com slash Patreon or www.scannerschool.com slash support. Now, I'd like to thank all of our Patreon supporters at all levels, and they are Brian King, Buzz Gold, Chris Paris, Craig Harper, Dan, Ed Walsh, Eddie K, Edward Dufour, Glenn Bryden, Guy Lee, James Felling, James Peruta, Jeff Block, Jenny Taylor, Jim Heinrich, John Goldenberg, Ken Newberry, Kenneth Fowler, Kevin Zwicky, Lenny Bauer, Mark Thompson, Mark Beebe, Michael Kroger, Paul Teal, Raymond Hill, Richard Armstrong, Ronnie Bach, Sal Marandola, Tim Mazza, Todd Glendai, and William R. Can. Now let's start the podcast. Welcome to The Scanner School a podcast dedicated to the scanner radio hobby. Class is about to begin. Here is your host, Phil Lichtenberger. Welcome to Scanner School. My name is Phil Lichtenberger, and this podcast is always here to teach you everything to know about the scanner radio hobby. Now, again, all session notes can be found on our website at scannerschool.com slash 156. Today's podcast is sponsored by our Patreon supporters. Thank you all for your continued support. And also, my company, eastcoastpagers.com, your emergency alerting specialist. So if this is your first week joining us for class or your weekly listener, welcome to this week's podcast. So again, today we're talking about Whistler's Signal Stalker and Spectrum Sweeper. These are found on many of the Radio Shack Pro Series scanners, as well as GRE and Whistler object-oriented scanning. Now, Signal Stalker and Spectrum Sweeping are two different names for basically the same exact function. The scanner will rapidly search from bottom to top, or top to bottom, depending on which direction you have the scanner set up for, for a strong signal that is present over a set value over the noise floor. So to keep things simple, I'm going to interchangeably say signal stalking or spectrum sweeping in this podcast. What we are referring to is exactly the same thing. It's the same function. For some reason, it's got two different names. Maybe because when Whistler took over, they changed the name around a little bit. I didn't really investigate why or when this happened. But let's just say the name is the same for both. Now, this isn't to be confused with Uniden's close call. We talked about that last week on scannerschool.com slash session 155. Signal Stalker 
spectrum sweeping or spectrum sweeper, these are, it's a different way of doing the same thing. Okay, we're going to talk about Whistler's solution to the problem on today's podcast. Some of what we talk about is going to be a refresher of last week. Next week, we're going to compare the two. So you see how we're outlining things here. First, let's talk about Uniden. Well, that was last week. This week, let's talk about Whistler, GRE, Radio Shack. Next week, let's compare them and let you know pros and cons of each one and which one I like the best and why. Or maybe which one I like the best for different features. Did I even have a, an answer? I don't know. We'll find out next week together. So anyway, what Signal Stalker basically is not, it is not a solution for finding frequencies while traveling. Okay, this, this Signal Stalker does not work over large distances. Exactly the same as we talked about last week with close call. Okay, so if you're traveling through unknown towns while on a road trip, right, Signal Stalker will not help you find the local village police department will not help you find the local trunk systems okay it's only going to help you out if those agencies those units those using the radio are keying up close to you okay these are solutions to find close radio contacts so let's talk about better examples here last week when we talked about close call i gave a few examples it's a tough position to be in in my seat right now. I have to assume that you both listened to last week's episode and you also did not listen to last week's episode. So for the sake of those who did not listen to last week's podcast, for whatever reason, maybe you just don't like you did in products. Maybe you like Whistler. Maybe you just didn't listen. Whatever. Let me summarize what we talked about last week. For those of you who listened last week, this is just a refresher for you. So let's talk about how we can use Signal Stalker and also the Spectrum Sweeper. Okay, again, this is a refresher. So I am not too far away from local in a local airport and also several parkways. So what I could do is I could use Signal Stalker to find the frequency of a helicopter that might be flying or hovering overhead. Okay, so one of the joys of being close to a parkway is there's some accidents that happen. I don't know if it's a joy, but things happen, right? People do stupid things in their cars. And uh, sometimes cars end up going off the road and hitting other cars or hitting other road structures. Okay, it's happened here. And we've had a few fatalities. And when those things happen, you normally get traffic helicopters or news helicopters flying overhead. Now, again, I can hear the helicopter from my living room, right? It's that close. So I could take my scanner out. I could put it in signal stalker mode. And then I can hunt down the frequency that's being used by the helicopter to communicate with either the director feed, the news desk, even the local airport to get approval, right, for, for flight patterns and whatnot. I could even hear them talking to each other to say, hey, we're going to swing over here, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. This is a kind of so solution where Signal Stalker would work. Okay. I can see who it is I want to monitor. Now, again, like we mentioned last week, some things have blown a bit out of out of uh, normalcy here because a helicopter hovering overhead is a lot different than somebody being at ground level in the same plane as me. No pun intended. 
So let's flip the script a little bit and think about something else. So there was one time, and again, this is a story I told last week as well, that uh, we had some oddball-looking blimp that was kind of hovering overhead. You can tell from the engines and the way they were revving them and pulling them back and, and how the, the blimp was kind of rising and falling in the air that something was not right. Okay, He was not making it back to the airport, again, which isn't too far from me. He was spending quite a bit of, of, of a while in one place. So again, I grabbed my radio, and in this case, I happened to use a Uniden scanner, but if I had used my Whistler scanner and put it into signal stalking mode, I would have been able to pick up the pilot talking to his ground support team to let him know, or let them know, he was about to ditch into a ball field, okay, which is what he did. So these are solutions, right? to how to find, or, or the signal stalker is a solution to how to find closed frequencies. Okay, let's think of something else. This is one I haven't done, but something that would work really well. Out east from here, there is Riverhead Raceway. It's a small NASCAR-sanctioned auto racetrack, right? Race car racetrack, I guess. I don't know. And they do typical modified stock car races. It's a small oval track. They do figure eights, demolition derbies, those kinds of things. So if I wanted to monitor what was going on in the pits or with the with the vehicle talking back to his crew, this is the perfect opportunity to use something like Signal Stalker there. And I have seen people there with their radios monitoring what's going on. So think about sporting events. You could even maybe you see radios on construction sites, maybe a crane operator or a foreman or or just the go-getter, right? And he's on the radio. These are all solutions to, to finding out what's going on. Or one of the best ways to do it, like department stores, stock boys, inventory, security, right? It's that time of year. We're stuck going to the mall <laughs> or, or not, depending on you know who you are and how comfortable you are. Me personally, uh -uh, not me. I'm sticking my butts in my chair. But listen, this is where you would really use something like Signal Stalker. Again, you're being dragged to the mall. You're the one carrying all the bags and the coats. Might as well bring a radio and hear what you can hear. Signal Stalker is a great way of finding out what's being used around you. Okay. That's how I would use it. So let's talk about more about Signal Stalking. Again, this is a really quick episode. But we'll talk about more about this after the break. Did you know there are ways to help support the Scanner School podcast that doesn't take any time or any extra money on your part? If you go to scannerschool.com support, you will find we have several ways that you can continue to do your online shopping and help support us. We have links to Amazon. If you click on our link before you go to Amazon, anything you buy from there will help support Scanner School. Now, if you're in a market for a brand new scanner, an antenna, other accessories, we have links to Scanner Master, where you can not only purchase a scanner and accessories, but you can also get your radio programmed. And by clicking on our link before you buy, you are helping to support the podcast. Now, if you're in a market for software, we have links to Butel. And if you want something new to you, we also have links to eBay. Again, just go to scannerschool.com support before you make your purchases, and you are helping to support Scanner School at no additional cost to you. 
This session of Scanner School is sponsored by East Coast Pagers. Now, East Coast Pagers is one of my online companies, and we are a Unication, Apollo, and Swiss phone dealer serving the North American market. Now, if you're looking for a personal use pager or one for your department, we can get you a quote at the very best prices. So why does a company like East Coast Pagers support Scanner School? I think that every Scanner Reader user should at least put one pager in their collection of radios. The reason why is very simple. It frees up your scanner to just do scanning, and then you have one radio that's dedicated to your local fire activity. Now, with a pager, you can have voice storage. You can do tone outs. You can keep it silent. You can go back the next day and listen to what you've missed overnight. It's more than you can do with an out-of-the-box scanner. And with today's pagers having multiple frequencies and even having multiple channels in a scan list, like the Unication G1 can do eight channels in a scan list. It has 64 memory channels, and out of the box, it comes with 11 minutes of stored voice and a desktop charger. The G2s to G5s, they do P25 phase one and phase two in simulcast environments with stored voice, paging on conventional NP25. Oh, and they're upgradable too to DMR type one and type two. They are more rugged than today's consumer-based scanners. And with a pager like a Swiss phone S-Quad, you won't even realize you're wearing one. It'll help keep you informed as to what's going on in your neighborhood. So again, eastcoastpagers.com or contact me directly, phil at eastcoastpagers.com. Do you have a new scanner? You're having problems understanding how it works? Maybe you're new to the entire Home Patrol database of programming and you can't figure out Sentinel. Did you get a new SDR and you're trying to figure out how to install it or you want to learn how to use Unitrunker, DSD+, maybe set up a Pioware or even just make some changes and you don't understand how the system and the equipment works? The podcast might be great for you, but maybe you need a little bit more of one-on-one help with setting something up. I'm available to do just that with you with our private tutoring sessions. You can book me online by going to scannerschool.com slash consulting for a one-hour session. And it's great because we can actually share computer screens remotely, and I can guide you through step-by-step as if I was sitting right next to you. So again, book me for an hour at scannerschool.com slash consulting for your scanner radio one-on-one tutoring session. National Communications Magazine is your personal library of scanner, CB, GMRS, FRS, MURS, and two-way radio articles written by the best minds in the business over the past three decades. Your NatCom personal online access account allows you to download the newest issues of America's Hobby Radio Magazine, as well as back issues, too. So visit natcommag.com to download your free sample issues and sign up today. That's natcommag.com for National Communications Magazine. Okay, so Signal Stalker, Spectrum Sweeper. It's a very straightforward utility built into your Whistler GRE or Radio Shack scanner. How do we activate signal stalking? There's several different ways. One of them is you can actually program in signal stalker to a favorites list or a scan list rather, scan list in the Whistler radio, in your in your radio. So you can map it, say to anyone, 1 through 22, right, in, in your scanner as the signal stalker group. Then as you're scanning through your favorites list, I'm sorry, through your scan lists, again, got to get the terminology straight between different scanning manufacturers here. As you are scanning through your scan lists, you can also scan or, or do a signal stalker at the same time. So you go through your list. When you get to the end of the list, 
then signal stalker kicks in. Then you go right back in the list. Now, when I did this on my Pro 106, if I locked out all my other scan lists and just let the signal stalker on, my scanner complained. Nothing to scan. So, how do we work around this? Well, you can then just go into the menu system or you use the, the keys on the front of the, of the uh, scanner to enter signal stalker mode. So, on my Pro 106, again, this is a pretty vintage Radio Shack scanner. This is when GRE was still involved. So, if I hit the function button, followed by the scan button, and again, this silk screen to the right of the scan that's got like a bullseye on it, that is my signal stalker. And that's how I would enter it. Function, scan. From there, I can pick if I want to do a couple different modes. In my TRX-1, what you can do is you can enter the menu system. Then scroll down to search, then select a spectrum sweeper. However, I can also press FN plus 3 to enter the mode. It's a shortcut key to get there. Now, there isn't an icon on the TRX-1 to get into this mode. You would only know that the shortcut because you either read it online, you read it in the manual, or somebody who has a podcast tells you. <laughs> so listen, signal stalking is, is, is great. So listen, when we're in signal stalking mode, we can select the ranges we want to activate. Now we can toggle ranges off and on. The more ranges we have enabled, the slower the signal stalking or the, the uh, spectrum sweeper will perform. Okay, the more you, you tell it to do, the longer it's going to take to get from point A to point B or from point A to point Z and back over again. So you could pick a normal sweep. You can pick a public safety sweep. Or you could pick a special sweep when you're in the TRX-1. Now, public safety sweep will just pick the public safety bands. Normal sweep is where we're going to spend most of our times configuring the scanner. So this is where you would pick. It's Again, it's, it's, it's chunks basically broken down. So say you've got a low VHF. You've got aviation bands. You've got normal VHF. You've probably got a mill air. You've got UHF. 800, right? I don't, I don't recall them off the top of my head exactly how they are, but they're broken up into chunks. And then there's also the cool mode, which is special mode. So I like having special mode enabled when I do my spectrum sweeps. And this is, this is really why. When you use spectrum sweep, it actually searches in one megahertz chunks for a close frequency. That's how it goes through it so fast. This is what makes it different than actively searching. This is why we use spectrum sweep. It's a much faster way of getting from, again, point A to point Z. Now, when you're in spectrum or special mode, it takes that entire one megahertz bin or chunk to see if there's a signal in there that qualifies for a close signal. Once that one megahertz is found, the scanner will search and find the details for that strong signal. However, here's the trick here. If you're finding, say, birdies or noises or data and you start locking out five or more hits in that one megahertz span, your scanner will ignore that one megahertz span on the next round through the dial. What I like to do, though, is I like to enable zero-matic tuning. It sounds like something that's from an old washer machine, out of, I guess, the 50s or something like that. But what zeromatic tuning actually does is when your scanner finds a strong signal, the scanner could actually be off-center a bit, right? Because you got a little bit of bleed over. Zeromatic tuning will then 
fine-tune yet again over the hit and will make sure that you are dead on center, top dead center, basically, on the searched frequency. Zeromatic tuning in with your spectrum sweeper is a great way to find close signals. So one of the questions I also get a lot is, hey, I'm in spectrum sweeper mode. Can I store these frequencies? Yes, you can. You can store the frequencies to the default scan list, which is set up in your global settings. But you can click on the menu button and then scroll to store channel and then hit select or the play button on the TRX-1 and it will store that hit into a scan list so you can go back to it in the future. You can also record the audio of these on these hits as well. Now we were talking a couple episodes back with Chris Paris when we talked about federal monitoring and federal scanning. This is what Chris does, right? To a degree. He might do this in search mode, but he could also do it in spectrum sweeper mode where once he's got a hit, he can log the audio. He'll know later on when he gets back to his hotel room what the scanner picked up. He can log them all down. And again, by knowing what the scanner recorded, he knows kind of idea of what was happening when he was gone. So in the end, in conclusion, if you have not tried Spectrum Sweeper or Signal Stalker, I suggest giving it a try, especially if you take the scanner out you traveling on either through vacationing, through business work, again, like Chris is doing, even if you're out mobile or on shopping trips, it's just a cool little bonus that's in your scanner. Again, we always say the secrets are in the searches. So with that, how did we do? Let me know. You can go to scannerschool.com slash session 156 and let me know what you thought about this week's podcast. Did I miss anything? Do you have anything you'd like to add to it? It's a great way to communicate with the rest of the listeners on Scanner School. And remember, you can join us for our weekly Zello net by going to scannerschool.com slash Zello. That's like hello, but with a Z or a Z for you guys down there in Australia and New Zealand who like to listen. Remember, you can also subscribe to the podcast by clicking the subscribe button in your podcast player of choice. This way, next week's podcast is automatically delivered to your device. Also sign up for our newsletter and we're at scannerschool.com. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please share it with somebody else. My goal is to help everybody with their scanner radios. And I can only do that with your help. So please share the podcast with somebody you know that would enjoy listening to this, that maybe might learn something or maybe has a question about scanning. Because again, that's where my passion is, is helping people with the scanner radio hobby. I love sharing what I know about this this, this great hobby. So again, my name is Phil Lichtenberger. My amateur radio call sign is W2LIE. Hey, this was a really quick podcast, but again, sometimes this is all we need. We'll catch you all next week. 73, everyone.